Hey, 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 it's your girl Tay, and welcome to Godly Women on the Move. Hey, you guys, I am back, and I am here with a quick word. I hope that it's an encouraging word. I hope that it feeds you today and that God speaks more than I speak. Um, I'm going to be in Hebrews today because I wanted to talk on the subject of faith. And um, what I want to just talk about is perseverance in faith. Um, one, because I think that we we as people know that the only way to truly move God is with faith. And so he's been talking to me a lot about faith walk, um, my walk in, in my faith and just believing. But how, how many of us know that faith is just one part of it, right? Because the other part is work right? Because it says faith without works is dead. The Bible says that. So um, I wanted to go in here and kind of read a little bit in Hebrews. I, I am in chapter 10 and I'll go a bit into chapter 11, but I wanted to talk to you about faith because if, if we if we cannot move in faith, because we know that without faith, it is impossible to please God. And without faith, how do we believe? You know what I'm saying? Because you believe, first you believe, right? And then you have faith that what God says, what God said, or what God is telling you will come to pass, right? So if we're believing something, if we're believing it, then we then activate our faith. And then with faith, we may start to work on it. Okay. And what I mean by that, let, let's just talk about this. Because we know that faith is the confidence in what we hope for and the assurance about what we do not see. Right? So, I, the King James Version, I believe, is faith is the substance of things hoped for, but the evidence of things not yet seen. So what we have to get into a um, postrate or mindset, because God's been talking to me a lot about mindsets too, and I feel like it's an area of healing for me because... If you've ever dealt with the mindset of never feeling adequate enough or feeling less than, which you all, if you've been here, you've probably listened to my testimony. If not, please go back and listen to it. Um, for me, it was the mindset had to change. It's still changing even today because how many of us know it is a marathon not a sprint you know what i'm saying you you do this you walk through this daily it's a daily walk 
it's something that you you have to take one foot and put in front of the other. Um, so the Lord had me in Hebrews and we were, I was reading. I say we because a lot of the times I sit down, I open up my word and I'm like, Lord, what do you have to say to me today? Um, and I hope that you all will all go in and take your word and say, Lord, open up my understanding. Give me wisdom. Show me what you're wanting to say to me today. And I'll promise you, if you're praying about something, if your mind is um, heavy, if you have a lot of things going on, if you sit down and you totally surrender, true surrender, then you will find that God speaks through his word a lot of the time. Not majority. <laughs> I would just say majority because he does speak to me in other ways, but the word is the, the biggest way that he speaks. So um, it's just kind of a good a good posture to take. Um, and let the Lord just speak to you. Let him pour into you because when he pours, it's almost like it never fully, it never fully empties. And you always want something that pours into you, but then once it pours into you, you, you pour out because he continues to pour. So what I mean by that is once he gives you something, if it's revelation, if you prayed about it and you know that it was God um, that spoke this thing to you, give it out. Don't just keep it. Go ahead and bless someone else with the word or the, the knowledge or revelation that God has given you. Because when we open up this book, if we don't sit down with God, because what we we all know is relationship. It's not, it's not, um, it's not just by oh I'm going to read this much of my Bible because you can open up your Bible, and if you don't have Jesus with you and the Holy Spirit there to make you understand this, you'll read this thing and you'll be forever reading and never understanding. And that is the difference between someone who says, oh, I read my word, but they don't follow any of the commandments. They don't do any of the things that are in here because they don't have a true relationship. Relationship builds faith because my relationship with Christ is solely based off of how he came to me and he let me know you're crying I'm crying too you you need someone to tell you that they're there for you that you're that um I'm your father you bet I'm there for you I'm your father when I had no father figure literal when I had no father figure he became that for me. And so it wasn't just, for me, it wasn't just a, it wasn't just a God in heaven that we have to obey and that we have to, to, um, that we have to uh, do right by. It was, it was 
it was teaching and sitting down and him telling me about myself and and him correcting things and him loving on me in a loving way because God doesn't make fun of you. <laughs> he doesn't. Now, let me tell you something. He is hilarious, but he does not make fun of you. He does not. Um, it's almost like sarcasm to me. I, I, I know that God is not sarcastic. Please believe me. I'm sorry. But he's not sarcastic. But it, it's almost like the way that he jokes is like it's truth. You know what I'm saying? And so you laugh because it's like, that was good. You know, like he'll tell you something and it's plain and you're like, oh, okay, that's funny. So, um I don't know. You have to build your own relationship. And, and I promise you that if you build a relationship with Christ, if you believe, believe that he is and that he will reward those who diligently seek him. And it's, in the Bible, it says, seek, knock, and the door will be open to you. Because God knocks. He knocks. And, and I can tell you that I, he's woken me up out of my sleep knocking. <laughs> Because he knocks on your heart and he's like, hey, let me in and I'll come and I'll sup with you and I will tell you things that you do not yet know of. And it's the truth. And, and I, I hope that your faith and that your belief in God is something that you find through relationship because God is not looking for someone to to robotically serve him. You see what I'm saying? He had angels that are are his servants, are yet his son, they're they're God, they're sons of God, but they're not like man, sons of man of God. You get what I'm saying? I'm, I hope you understand what I'm saying. But he doesn't need that. He wanted relationship with us. Now we fell from the position of relationship when we ate the apple because he wanted us to so many times uh people say it and so many times you hear it said that god is a gentleman and it's the truth waits on you he doesn't force you he doesn't make you he says hey i'm standing here if you let me in we can talk we can laugh we can eat we can enjoy each other's company um, but he won't he won't force his way in and he won't make himself or make you feel like you have no choice. And people all the time wonder, like, how why does God do this thing or why does this happen? But God is such a gentleman and he's so patient with us that he never rushes or forces us. He just stands there with arms wide open saying, hey, I'm here. If you want to speak to me, I am here. If you have something that you need to say, I'm here. And he does it like a gentleman. He's such a patient, kind, and considerate God. And that's the only one I want to serve. I don't want to serve anything else other than that. So I was saying that to say about relationships. Because through relationship, you find that your faith is strengthened. And you find that you the things that you may not be able to see or you may not understand 
come to pass because of relationship. So I want to say that because in chapter 11, and I want to kind of go into it because I don't know which listener um, the Lord may be speaking to, or if he's speaking, speaking to all of you, that God is saying your faith is one that is one that would keep you, right? It'll keep you serving God, that relationship through faith and knowing that he is. And because you've built a relationship, your faith can be strong. But also with faith, the things that God has promised you, the things that you don't see, that you can't quite understand it, you don't know how it's going to happen or when it's going to happen. But through faith, you know it will happen. I feel like um, God is saying that keep pursuing, keep working at this thing. Keep going and um, watch that through your faith that it will happen for you. Um, Whatever that may be, know that God sees you and that he will see it to completion. So it says right here, by faith, we understand that the universe was formed at God's command. Come on now, that right there is That's big. God spoke it and so it was. And so that what is seen was not made out of what was visible. Wow. That is so deep to me. Because in other words, that what you see around you It first comes as a thought. It first comes as a revelation. It first comes as a, a, maybe even I would say a God desire, right? So what you see around you, how a builder builds a home, how an architect draws a picture, how you think of this magnificent idea, right? And what is not seen, what was not visible, what was not tangible, what you could not feel was first thought of, then it was spoken, and then it came to be. Wow. Yo, I don't know. God does that. And so I say that because what moves God is faith, right? What move God is faith. And I'm in Hebrews 11. And I'm saying that because we know that by faith is the only thing that moves God. So let's look at this. I'm saying that let's look at what all the lives that God had in the Bible that by faith and God accounted to them good that it was good. By faith, Abel brought God a better offering than Cain. Right? By faith. Enoch was taken from this life, so he did not experience death. 
By faith, Noah was warned about things not yet seen. And in holy fear, built an ark to save his family. By faith, Abraham, when called, went to a place that he would later receive his inheritance. So every every person that I've read here is by faith they move. By faith, Isaac blessed Jacob and Esau in regard to their future. By faith, Moses' parents hid him for three months after he was born. By faith. It speaks to the very being of who we are sometimes because though we cannot see it, though we do not understand it, sometimes it's by faith that we do it and that we build and that we create and that we become. If first is a thought, then it is spoken, and then by faith it is built. And it it becomes, it manifests into something very real, very tangible um, to the human eye. You see what I'm saying? I'm hoping that your faith is what keeps you. Though we may see a lot of things happen around us. Through relationship and faith, God is doing something major. So let us have that relationship. Let us begin to ask God and pray to God, what do you want me to do? What is it that you have put in my heart that I have desired? Because sometimes, let's just be honest, sometimes our heart desires Sometimes they come from God. And what I what I mean by that is like even even sometimes the good things that we we always have to be in prayer about it. Um, my biggest thing is that I would tell anybody in their new faith, in their new walk, is get your journal. Write it down. Write it down. Um, make it plain. Say, Lord, I have this desire. And pray about it. If it's a God-given desire, you will see it come to come to pass by faith. Um, I hope everyone has an amazing day. Um, I just wanted to get on here and say by faith. Action. By faith. Peter stepped out of the boat by faith. Enoch was seen no more. Where is your faith level? And by faith, what have you thought of or produced that God would say, that is of me. That's good. Um, I love you guys. I'm not going to stay here long. I do have a small like story slash testimony, I guess, um, that my son, um, because I don't know if you guys know, I have three sons.
and I've been extremely blessed. God has truly blessed me. Um, but I will give you my middle son's dream in the next podcast. So please come back and listen to that. That will be great. <laughs> I may bring him on here. I don't know. He's so silly and so goofy that he'll be like, Mom, I don't know. I don't really want to talk. So <laughs> we'll see. Um, hopefully you guys will come back and you will listen um, to that testimony or slash Really, it was a dream. So I don't know how many dreamers I have listening, but if you have a dream, I always say, write them down. I'm getting in the habit of doing that myself because some of your dreams, even though it's one thing, when you go back and you may read it, you'd be like, wow, Lord, you really spoke to me in that dream Um, because you may see it come to pass in your life and that'll be great. Um, So I will tell you that it's an amazing uh, dream and just kind of how God works, even in my life. I pray that you guys are blessed. I'll talk to you later. Well, that's all for today. I pray that you are blessed. I hope you get some rest and we're out.